it says it's going to be 90 or they say it's going to be 90 but then next thing you know it's literally like 103 degrees i was like holy shit like you guys are off by like 13 degrees i remember that yeah living in the bay area for whatever reason they could never get like the forecast accurate out there i guess the weather's just too unpredictable or something like that but like yeah they were wrong as often as they were right when they'd say it was going to be oh it's going to be you know a hundred whatever outside and you know you you go oh i don't need a jacket whatever this and that's like 75 it's like what the fuck exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um i would totally be wearing like a regular t-shirt and I'll, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to probably be kind of dying as we're recording <laughs> slowly um, because I am like literally already sweating buckets and everything. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't know the past, I will say like the past few weeks or well, actually the past month has just kind of been like, not really fun for me um, because like as as some of you guys know, if you guys are um, uh, following me from my other YouTube channel onto this podcast. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, everyone, welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, welcome, everyone. Um, we just kind of so hit the ground that. running today. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, um, it is just just been a whirlwind of, like, emotions, um, like, sadness everyone's experiencing the, the depression the feel and we're actually not when i mean also by depression aside from like the way how you feel in your emotional state i'm talking about financially okay because we are experiencing um a slight depression i'm just waiting for it to actually really just start peaking and also it's not a good time for pretty much anyone whatsoever um but oh my god by the way i am so distracted <laughs> with the mortal combat background <laughs> because i'm like oh my god i wonder what fatality or what character is going to be demoed in the background <laughs> and everything i freaking love it um but yeah it's just uh it's just been like so annoying and all um and then like especially youtube this really just made me not feel inspired at all because as you already know youtube decided to change their algorithm supposedly and all that algorithm bullshit that they claim that is good and whatever it's obvious that youtube just doesn't want to pay the creators at all so they've been going to so many people's channels and this really hurts smaller micro um influencers such as you and i um by taking away views and what i mean by taking away views they had the audacity to go back over a month even to take away a thousand plus views from one of my videos and i'm just like what the fuck is going on here what is what gives youtube the right to take away views when some of these average retentions are more than four minutes because the average retention span of one person actually watching okay is literally two to three minutes and usually two and a half and three minutes is a good time for a retention span to count as an official view so i just don't understand when that type of bullshit is being pulled from them so that just really added more to my mental state i'm just like oh my god like how much more depressing can this month be 
and whatnot. Right. Like yeah. it, like it really just, it just was not a good time. And well, everything. now, now what's have have they given you any sort of reasoning for this? Um, just you know, it, it just seems like they're they're stacking the deck against you so they don't have to pay you pretty much pretty much um now i never really discuss um about youtube paying um paying me meaning what i mean by that is monetized okay it took me over a year to get monetized as you know because i told you privately um like months ago and um that was awesome that was a momentous moment and everything but keeping up with that is very very hard to do and honestly i got um all they all youtube did is if you go to your settings on your separate channel and everything you can see what they say they're like oh we did some modifications and everything in terms of the algorithm and they don't really send you anything so if you're using anything in terms of marketing and whatnot to share your video and everything like all of that has just been for naught so like if you're advertising a video like you'll see a sponsored video sometimes i don't know if you if you personally see any of my sponsored videos and whatnot um i <laughs> that adds to that adds a view on your channel because people yeah. more likely will click on that to watch more sure and yeah. um that that is literally not cheap to do let's just say twenty dollars for three days for sponsoring a sponsored video meaning an advertisement uh to see that ad on instagram people click on it to watch it okay so this was before this recent update so the last time that they did a quote unquote algorithm update, you guys, um, I lost a thousand views. So it made no more sense to advertise through Instagram to help you get views anymore. That's what I've noticed because I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this a few more times and see what happens. And it's just been happening the same way. I would get the views, I can see the views and everything, but then it just started being cut. So one of my one of my videos, I don't even remember which one it was at this point because YouTube has done so many cuts so many fucking times. Um, it had more, it had the most views out of some of my best videos that oddly enough get more views to this day within the first, five days to a week, I think I got like over 4,000 views. And that was awesome. And it had a very high retention span. But then when YouTube decided to say, oh, like we need to change everything. We just changed our algorithm. I noticed immediately two weeks afterwards or whatever, the views were like cut down like drastically. Like it was like half. Um, actually, it was more like almost three quarters and i was just oh, like that's crazy i was like what the fuck like that's why if you are going to do a sponsored video on instagram and might i add instagram is owned by facebook everyone oh my god because it's considered <laughs> an external source because if you go to your settings on your channel for instance and you can see where all of your um your views and whatever you like 
who, how many people look at your YouTube video? How many people, like where are the sources coming from? What gender, age, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that it's, so YouTube doesn't like external sources now. Okay. Even though they work all hand in hand and they say, oh, link your Facebook, link your Instagram, link your Snapchat, link this and that, and now link your TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it is really interesting. And I'm just like, okay, I would only advertise this, but not in a vast way anymore because it's just a waste of money. So, so yeah, it, so yeah, like, I don't know. It's just really um, fucking irritating. Um, God, I feel like there's so many subjects that have just been happening that I feel like we should cover a lot of it. Oh, even no, though this is, yeah. even though this is, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a long video or whatever. Oh, or, no, for or, sure. I don't know why I'm saying, oh, yeah, it, video <laughs> podcast. Video we are recording slash podcast. <laughs> but yeah, we're recording. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't want to keep on talking. So um, you... Um, you definitely say something <laughs> because oh, I feel no, like well, I can ramble yeah, on about this YouTube, unless you YouTube, don't mind me doing it. No, absolutely not. But it does seem like YouTube's fucking up lately. Um, you know, it, so when you have, you know, smaller creators who are kind of coming up. Yeah. Th- I, and I mean, obviously they're a billion dollar business, multi-billion dollar business. So I'm not, I don't, I can't tell them how to run a company obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it seems to me, aren't these the people that they want to encourage? Cause that's new content. Cause you know, they're, they've got this stable of like big time creators and it doesn't oh, yeah, matter, you know, it, just um, whatever YouTube it is. is owned by Google. Google. Yeah. So that's something yeah. that we have to keep in mind. So also yeah. Google doesn't basically want to pay us at the end of the day. Oh my God. Google AdSense. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to go off on a rant here for a yeah. second. Cause that's on my blog. I have the little thing for Google AdSense and it's like, okay, cool. Like once every couple of months, they'll send you like a hundred dollars or something like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. great. You know, they'll, they'll cover my phone bill this month, that kind of thing. But like, yeah, that's another one now where it's like, they have gotten so fucking cheap with paying out for, you know, you get, I don't know. What is it like? You have to get like a thousand clicks on your ads before you get paid or some shit yeah. like that, which but fine. You know, it's, it's whatever. But like, yeah, they they just anytime you start getting close, they change the rules on you. So it's like, oh, oh yeah. well, we're not we're not going to pay you this month. Got to wait until next month, whatever. It's like, come on, Google, you're fucking rich. You can afford to pay me the you know oh, hundred yeah. bucks or whatever you were going to pay me. Just knock it off with that shit. But that's the thing. So it's obviously it's some somebody at uh, in the accounting department at Google is getting creative with ways not to pay people anymore. Oh, like they yeah. need more money. Oh yeah, I think it's really ridiculous and all because in order to get paid by YouTube, which is their AdSense, everyone, um, which is also how you get monetized, okay? That is like your, that's like your minor success milestone. Your milestone for, as being a small creator is finally getting AdSense. So it is just really just mind-boggling to piggyback on what you were talking about okay um when all of these random fucking things with youtube all of the new algorithms okay it actually slashed down significantly my uh my payout net i guess you can call it my net worth in terms of my revenue and it, it it's really irritating. And this also when um, 
Social Blade comes in, okay? Social Blade is not a reliable source for figuring out people's net worth and everything and how much that their people are supposed to be, how much people are supposed to be reeling in. Um, it is really just to give you like a random ballpark of what you are potentially able to reel in. Now, keeping up with the number, making sure that the number grows, that is the hardest thing to do because keeping that high number retained, okay, helps you get paid. Because like what I mean by helping you get paid, it's showing you after like 24, 48 hours to almost a week of like that days or weeks worth of income that you're supposed to be um, valued as is because it's more about how you're valued as. It took me a really long time, okay? Um, I think I'm still at the 109,000th um, how-to person, okay? And I think that's really good. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's really good. I mean, like, it's better than being where I was, where it said, like, what, 10 million something when I first, like, <laughs> registered <laughs> and whatever. Um, it's just so irritating because now it says that my worth on um, Social Blade is zero. After all of those significant view cuts happened with fucking YouTube, um, it has really devalued me in a sense because I got that value, quote unquote, of what I'm worth up to 1400 yearly per year, technically. And that is a very hard number to retain because if I don't post one video for one week or the days that I, quote unquote, um, upload, it knocks it down by... Um, five to ten percent and that's oh, actually wow. a lot that's a lot yeah so keeping that's why it's so stressful keeping up with um making videos all the time so it making videos is fun i think it's really i think it's a really fun creative artistic way to get your talents out there and everything and show everyone what you're really interested in but keeping up with that is so fucking hard to do it is just unpredictable with the way how YouTube works and all. That's why um, you, as like you and I, we decided to start off this totally separate endeavor and everything. We're not really sure how much people are supposed to be making and whatever, but it's just a way for us to talk without censoring ourselves because I feel like with the podcast is one of the only ways how to not be censored in a way and really let your true self be um, expressed. Um, that's why, if you've noticed, a lot of these huge influencers, I don't know why they're doing it, they're doing podcasts, mm -hmm. even though they don't need to, but it's just another side endeavor, which is, this, is like a little extra coin coming in for them. Yeah, so. and, and I think that's the thing is you got to think when you're seeing some of these bigger people diversify, that kind of gives you a clue right there as to how sustainable making money on YouTube is. Like, okay, oh, yeah. we all look at like the, the top of the mountains, the, uh, I, I, I can't think of like a good example, like Jeffree Star, for example. 
Exactly. Like, who, we all like, know that yeah. controversial fuck. Yeah, a <laughs> like, l- little controversial, but I mean, <laughs> like Jeffree Star made what, like $20 million last year just on YouTube alone? Yeah, something even crazy still, like that. Okay, so even still, look at how diversified his 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 whole brand is, you know? So that's that's kind of the thing right there. And then like, okay, there's another one, just an, a better example here. There's a, a tech YouTuber that I follow who he's like, big ish like uh oh no no marquis uh yes, that's Brownie, I, I was like i think it started with an m yeah so that dude's making money yeah um no the, um he's an asian dude and i can't think of his name off the top of my head um but uh he he actually did a video one time about like youtube monetization he was like super open about it which i was like damn okay um but mm-hmm. i mean this dude's got probably close to half a million followers on youtube and oh is it he was that posted- one guy who does all the canon camera stuff who's yes. really obsessed with it i yeah. know who you're talking yeah. about oh my god i can't believe i'm forgetting his name jet potato yeah jet potato. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he he did a video a while back and this was a couple years ago so i'm sure mm-hmm. it's different now but he he like literally showed he's like yeah i made thirteen thousand dollars on youtube last year and it's like damn for mm-hmm. the amount of work you're putting in like Thirteen thousand dollars. That's not. <laughs> that's not covering any bills. You know what I'm saying. So that's the thing. Is like you know you can really bust your ass on YouTube, and yeah, you know if you're supplementing your income or something. Yeah, I mean we'd all love from it. From ads extra. alone, from what he said, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Because he, um, because in order to see even a thousand dollars, basically from YouTube, you have to have a million views basically on a yeah. video that's just that's just ads just for a video okay so if you get yeah. a million views okay which obviously basically it's like saying i guess like he got 13 million views that one year it took that uh uh yeah 13 million views that's to get thirteen thousand dollars that's fucking crazy everyone that's, to really yeah. think about it that's a lot of hard work and all and definitely, like, um, I don't want to take over the conversation with this, but um, he supplements his income by all of his affiliate links. That's how yeah, he is. Exactly. That's how much he's worth. Um, because a lot of people really believe in what they what they see with him. So if they're cl- if if they by chance are clicking on those affiliate links from like Amazon or um bnh video um like what was that really big one that was sponsored that sponsored him because you know he probably aside from getting a free tv he probably got at least like let's just say like three maybe five thousand dollars or something like that yeah he's not like a huge he's not a gigantic huge influencer yeah in that sense um because I, it's so unfortunate. People would still consider him a micro-influencer. I know, which, which is I crazy. I, but, I, I yeah. don't understand. Um, what's, that, what's that television called? LG. Yeah. yeah. LG. That was one of his biggest um, sponsors. But yeah, to um, continue with what you were saying. Sorry. Oh, no, but that's, uh, you kind of, you already kind of touched on what I was going into is, you know, that's how a lot of these guys, you know, make their money then is through like affiliate links and things like that. There's another channel who like, I, I am absolutely obsessed with um, called How to Drink just because I used to, I used (laughs) to manage a bar back in the day and whatever. And so, you know, I, I like to, you know, make cocktails and stuff at home and this dude, like, you know, once or twice a week, he'll post like a different recipe that you know he came up with whatever but like 
you know, again, he's got like 10 different channels. Like he's got one where he's playing video games and this and that, whatever. And it's like, okay, you think if somebody's really making that much money off one channel, they're going to need to diversify that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, you know, he's always got the affiliate links and everything. And I think that's huge. Like to anyone who's listening is if you really want to support a creator and you see they have something like that, make sure that you are purchasing through the affiliate links. It doesn't cost you any extra. And then you're helping these creators that you enjoy. You're helping them, you know, create that next video that way. So it is, uh, it is kind of an important thing to do. But that's the thing is, you know, if you really want to turn this into like your sole source of income, like you've got to fucking hustle. Like oh, I think yeah. a lot of people see the end result And it's like anything else, you know, they look at the end result and they don't necessarily see all the work that went into it, Mm -hmm. but it's like, shit, like you work hard to make like very, very little. Cause like I said, I mean, really for me with, you know, my end of it, the only source of income that I get from it are the ads on my blog Mm -hmm. and you know, that shit, like I said, that's paying a couple phone bills out of the year. That's, that's all that's covering right there. Yeah. So, you know, uh, any kind of like income you're getting from this, you're going to be working 10 times as hard as if you were working at like a regular job. So it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's not the easy money that some people like to act like it is. Oh no, it's not. That's why like, um, these quote unquote viral people with mm. like one video, um, it's, I, I most of the time I think it's actually rigged. Oh yeah. Um, because like this one girl, she like supposedly she only had like what 10 videos or something like that, 10, 15 videos, and she magically got like a hundred five hundred K views with her first video because she quote unquote was doing the van life. And I'm like, okay, bitch, like you are not. <laughs> You do not look like a van life person, number one. And where in the world, like, how in the world did you end up paying, paying for a major makeover for this raper-looking van and turned it into something beautiful? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, you can't live in a van that glamorized at all. Like, Man, it, like yeah. honestly, like how, like you, you, bitch, like you just said you live in Los Angeles. You're not living in the desert. Like I do not believe you for a moment. Like you are not doing real van life. She, it, like I don't understand. Like I don't know if they, if people just wanted to shell out hella money just to make this glamorless thing happen. Um, paid for a lot of shares and advertisement, which which does help, but I don't think so at this point anymore unless you are willing to shell out so much money but it doesn't mean that you are going to get those loyal subs and followers because now that person is getting so little views compared to the debut of 500,000 views that they got at the time and then my dad this was like hella months ago when I saw this um I was just like you're not even pulling in the views that you used to do so I'm just like hella sus. Like, I, no, I think a lot of these sus. people, it's like you said, like they know somebody, they're somebody's kid or niece or nephew uh-huh. or whatever. And so they, they kind of get set up right from the get. 
And then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those, like, it takes money to make money type of thing. So they've got somebody backing them financially and they do this and they end up, it's not even necessarily like the revenue that they're getting from like YouTube or whatever, but they end up getting hella sponsors. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's how they start making their money with that. But yeah, a lot of those like, like van life and all that shit like that. It's like, come on, you're not really doing that. (laughs) No, because I was like, where's your toilet? Because, like, holy shit. Yeah, what are you stopping at the gas station every day? (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so I know that this is supposed to be about, like, beer care, you guys. Believe me, (laughs) we're gonna get to that. Um, And also some skincare and whatever. But, you know what? This is, like, one of those outlets where you, I feel like you, where we can vent, talk, and just be hella real. And whatever without having YouTube trying to censor us and everything like that because believe me when when it comes down to like the video upload I'm just gonna upload it as is technically and just not bother with the censoring and whatever because like I don't know that that's what I've noticed with with people who upload with podcasts they're not gonna they don't go out of the way to censor versus their official YouTube video yeah yeah. So this is something that even if it doesn't get monetized because we're swearing up a fucking storm, <laughs> okay? Like, um, that's just something I'm not bothered with. But um, I follow this mountain bike couple and holy shit, they live a true van life, but, they, but they're making... The husband makes the most money because he started that mountain bike YouTube channel a long time ago and it's paying, it's finally paid off. Now the wife, she started her YouTube channel and she predominantly, she's not, she's not pulling in the views like him. Okay. So like she is a sister channel of his basically. So the only way how they, like the only way how she gets by in a sense okay is her patreons so her patreons um are supporting her i haven't clicked on it because um i don't really i don't really know too much about patreon aside from the fact that it was technically for adults only at the time is it really it was technically technically yeah it was technically for adults <laughs> only so wait was it like an only fans type thing or? it was the it was the only fans before only fans came out oh man that's why i never touched it because i know that hella people um use it but now i've noticed such as yourself um and i opened i haven't opened one yet but i am going to open one it is just another way how people who believe in the creativity are able to support you help buy um, like a product that people want you to review. Like let's just say, oh, I'm giving you this money because I actually want you to review this product or whatever. Like let's just say um, my glasses. Let's just use my glasses as an example. Okay, so these are um, Ovo Optic um, glasses, you guys, okay? So I already did a review on them on my channel like a hell a minute, a hell long minute ago and everything. But if someone wanted to be like, oh, you know what? I want you to review the these Ovo Optics and whatnot. And I'll be like, oh, okay, awesome. But how much are they and whatever? And let's just say 
that um, I'll give you $300 and whatever. So I just put down like $100 and the other person gave me four, like $300 through my Patreon or whatever. And now I'm like reviewing the product and everything, doing like a full shebang and whatnot. I mean, like that's the point of Patreon now, but it's still used as the adult version. But now everyone who was using Patreon for adult themed things has moved on to OnlyFans, but you can still use Patreon as an adult themed um, um, site. But from what I heard, okay, like don't quote me on this because I am not someone who goes on OnlyFans looking for these <laughs> randoms, okay? Okay, so from what I understand with Patreon, you're not allowed to touch yourself. <laughs> you're not oh, allowed man, to touch so yourself. Oh man, so they're getting into like specifics. Again. Yes. So one of the people that I actually follow, um, she started on Patreon first, but then moved everything to OnlyFans. She still has her Patreon, but turned her Patreon into um, support me by donating or whatever for blah, 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 blah. Get exclusive content if you want to see some of the behind the scenes of my OnlyFans, but you're not going to see the full the full T. So, well, in her case, the full TNA. So, <laughs> um, so basically, um, you can't touch yourself. You can't jiggle your body. Okay. <laughs> Can't jiggle your body because it mimics going up and down. It mimics emotion. Okay. It's so weird. Okay. But there are some YouTubers that will do it, especially these female ones, because you know that they're desperate whores and whatnot. Um, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to slut shame people or whatever, but I'm like, bitch, you don't need fucking Patreon. You already no. have all the money. And That's... everything it's like crazy um, right but they just wanted the extra income during the beginning of the pandemic because they weren't going out getting paid to go to parties and shit so this one person tana mojo from what i understand she just stands around in her underwear on her patreon that's all she does she'll just she doesn't show anything like even though you might see something through her um through her bra or whatever is this her in a bathing suit or her in her bra and underwear and people are sitting there literally paying her thousands of dollars a month just to watch that. And I'm like, are you the guys that pent up to uh, watch Tana right? Mojo in I, her I, fucking bra and underwear? Like, that's you know, the part I don't get right there. Cause it's like, okay, one, like any of that, like Patreon, which apparently has adult stuff that I just learned today, but like only fans, <laughs> all that. It's like, you know that there is literal free porn on the internet. Why are oh, you yeah. fucking paying for the, like, okay. I understand like some people might want something like very specific or whatever, yeah. but like, Damn, no, like, literally, like, yeah, there are, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying anything about these women that are doing it. I mean, good for them, get your money. But, like, there's, like, sites where, yeah, it's, like, women, like, just, like, taking pictures of their feet and stuff like that. And it's, like, okay, I mean, I'm, I know that people have all sorts of different kinks, whatever, but it's, like, is it that serious that you're going to, like, pay for this? Like, it's that what? serious that they want to see these <laughs> influencers and some of these borderline celebrities Mm -hmm. that went from influencers to like celebrities doing it and then they're willing to pay hella money right um it is pretty fucking crazy um okay i'm gonna use a an example of someone i know that they don't have it or whatever we have all heard of james charles okay james charles he has his own controversies that i'm not going to talk about and whatever 
but he is at that point where he's no longer just a regular influencer. Um, he is at the point where he gets more views within 24 hours than news channels and all. And that's like, and that's really shocking. Yeah. You really think about it. He's getting paid hella money. So you already know that he has a real influence and whatnot. Um, because if he demands something from YouTube, YouTube actually does it. Yeah. So let's just be real right there. So he is at the, he's not like PewDiePie, which might I add, I do not like PewDiePie. I'm just oh, bringing, no. like, I'm just bringing him, I'm just bringing up his racist ass for the fact that if he said something, YouTube would do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, so basically James Charles is at the point where he's actually just full on celebrity. He's not like PewDiePie because he's this internet celebrity with a bazillion followers but most of the time I, I i honestly personally just think that pewdiepie just has a bunch of um racist followers honestly oh yeah like all because, the incels and shit love him because, so, like yeah. all all of his like <laughs> gonna dive into something deeper okay so, <laughs> so all of his evil fans that have done monstrosities to the public okay like these shootings and stuff they always have dedicated a manifesto to him. It, like it's so creepy. So, um, so yeah, like they like, and plus they're quoting PewDiePie statements. So I'm just like, Ugh, like that's someone don't want to. I don't want to deal with. No, so he's, no. He's he's like a mainstream, like, like he's a mainstream like racist <laughs> that everyone just seems to not be bothered with or whatever. So like I legit, I don't I don't understand how he hasn't been offered a job on Fox News yet. Like that's what kind of racist that dude is. Like, oh yeah, seriously. totally. Like he really is. Like I don't understand. So like he's just a different version of celebrity status versus James Charles. It's it's crazy. Um, like James Charles just re recently uploaded a video. Okay, it was about. Um, it said I adopted a kid for a day, and that already got four million views, twenty-four hours. Damn, Fucking good crazy. for him. Fucking crazy. So he basically already made his four thousand dollars in YouTube AdSense, okay, and um, whatever sponsorships that he got from just like wearing his stuff, his merch, obviously, like that already sounds like a bazillion and whatever so he's already making he's already capitalizing off of his own brand name and everything it's and it's just crazy that if he ever did patreon he would have hella people just wanting to pay for it just to see behind the scenes whatever nonsense if he wanted to show his feet i'm yeah. sure people would pay <laughs> for it like literally it's so crazy so um, there are some male celebrities that actually do Patreon. Um, like, I don't consider him a celebrity, but Aaron Carter, he does Patreon and whatever. And now he moved, oh, to, man. He moved, to, on, he moved to OnlyFans now. Really? Yeah, it's so weird. So now his Patreon is more about, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. And I'm like, who the fuck wants to look at Aaron Carter do his creepy OnlyFans <laughs> and whatever? <laughs> <laughs> because this female that I follow used to fucking date him and whatever. And she said that she pays for his Patreon just to keep up with his his drama and what he's doing. And now she pays for his OnlyFans. I mean, 
Good, good for him. He but so confused. <laughs> well, wait, I mean, it's, it's like, is he like in, in shape now or whatever? Like, I remember he was just kind of like this little skinny, like who wants to like even, I, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not in shape, so I'm, I've got no room to say, I don't but know. like, like he's, so from what she has shared, because I'm not trying to go too deep into it or whatever, <laughs> but from what she has shared with screenshots, because she loves taking screenshots and stuff, oh, but I think with like Patreon, and I believe with um, OnlyFans, you are not, they, they have a special code um, where it sends a signal if you try screenshotting and it won't ever take a screenshot. It's kind of like with uh, um, Hulu, and it's kind of like with Netflix where you try taking a screenshot of what you're doing or what you're recording or whatever or what you're watching i mean um and you'll never get that image it just turns out flat out black you know what i mean i've literally never tried to screenshot anything off hulu or netflix yeah, i'm gonna have so, to try that later today yeah so if you're trying to screen record with um try screen recording hulu and netflix it sends a signal um and it blocks you from doing it it just won't record i mean it makes sense but yeah so so yeah so um so now i believe since Patreon is worked differently, I believe you can't screen record and whatever, but she would use a separate device to record what she's looking at on her phone or on her computer. Oh, damn. Okay. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, are you that serious? Like, you need to, sorry, you like, you need to save what you're looking at. But yeah, like, from what I understand, I guess like he's like, He's in shape, but he's like right wing extremist. Um, he's been arrested a, a few times and whatever. Um, like, I guess like he wasn't supposed to have guns or whatever. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. He he's like a whole special case. Wait, we're, I don't, I'm not too. Nick Carter's brother, right? Yeah, Aaron. Okay, Carter. I just man, I haven't checked in with uh, what's going on with Aaron Carter in a while. I didn't realize things had yeah, gotten this he, bad. I knew he was getting a little off the rails for a while. But oh yeah, damn. he's really off the rails. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know too much about it or whatever. But yeah, she like, but she'll talk about him and everything. And I'm just like, wow, that's hella crazy. So now, um, everyone, I feel like everyone's doing OnlyFans now just to get a little income and whatnot. But this one other influencer, he's a male. He literally did OnlyFans to boost his career. It got him so much money. He's starting his own brand of some sort. And he started his own reality show for YouTube. So, so, I don't know. People are that desperate to look at someone who I don't really think is that attractive or interesting in that sense, even though I do like them. But I'm just like, oh, okay, so you're thankful for the fact that your OnlyFans just pretty much made you enough money to start this new YouTube reality show that you're now doing. I, I was pretty surprised honestly like i was i was pretty shocked pretty shocked with that yeah no that's uh damn i mean good for him <laughs> it's it's but you know it's it, it just that kind of goes to show you right there like it's fucking crazy what you can get people to pay for if you've got like the right hustle the right pitch you know so exactly i mean 
it, you know, again, it goes back to the like fucking people paying hella money to watch, uh, watch, you know, whoever some like YouTube celebrity sit around in her underwear, not even doing anything. Exactly. Like, like, there's nothing like intrinsically like sexy or whatever about this. It's just no. like sitting around watching TV or something like that. But like, yeah, literally, that's what she does. That, that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, she, that's all she does. She goes, she'll just sit around. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't try do she doesn't try twerking well actually i think you can twerk or whatever but if you can see an x amount of skin and i'm like okay you're you're pretty much naked yeah if you if you start twerking and if you're jiggling your body in a certain <laughs> way on your patreon um it, it'll viol- it violates um patreon um standards and stuff i don't know i mean like I don't. I don't know. I mean, like being pro ho, pro prostitute, all of that, whatever. Because all of that is considered sex work at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Um, it's a little controversial or whatever. But if they're making their coin, I'm not gonna get mad at it or whatever. But I don't know. Um, some of these people, I just don't feel like that they should be doing it because I'm like, you already make so much money. You and might I add that that girl I'm talking about, Tana Mojo, she already has a brand new MTV show. Might I add? Damn. So, <laughs> like, and she's turning around doing Patreon now. <laughs> it's, so it's like, I'm, like I'm the rich like, getting like richer, as I say. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like really confused and whatever. Um, I don't know if they've released her show yet or whatever because I'm not that interested about her. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? I just realized we're still not talking about your care, <laughs> but um, but let's reel it in. Okay. <laughs> I, um, so what um, what beer care products have? I'm so sorry, I have not checked your blog except for that you advertised it on your Instagram. I did see that, and I was reading what you wrote underneath, but I didn't hit the link. So I don't know too much about what you were advertising. Well, um, speaking of celebrities, um, I do have a celebrity product here. Oh and, my God, I know. Uh, that's I, the I one remember. I was advertising, yeah. So um, if you shop at Ulta, I, I'm sure they sell his shit elsewhere too, but like I always see it uh, at Ulta. But David Beckham, he's got a brand, House 99. Okay, I uh, did actually read a lot about that. I did read that one that you wrote. I yeah. was, I and plus you and I we discussed about it um, off social media, I believe, or yeah, it was through yeah. social media. It was just through DMs. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, but oh my god, like honestly, I have tried bad beard oils before, and like usually, like I, I try and be like a flatterer, like. If mm-hmm. there's something good I can say about it, like even if I just like talk tell a shit, I'm still gonna say something good. If they if it, this is the fucking worst beard care product I have ever tried in my life. This stuff <laughs> is terrible. And like honestly, okay, if you look at the ingredients, like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't trust anything else to come from this brand. Like mm-hmm. literally, the first ingredient, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, they don't have it printed on the bottle, but it was on the box. It was huh. some like weird chemical that like literally you type it into Google and the first thing it says is it's extremely pore clogging. It will give you breakouts, shit like that. And it's Oof. the first ingredient in this. Wow. So it's like, 
there was no thought put into this product at all. But that's so I guess just to kind of, you know, bring everything full circle here, you've got a celebrity diversifying into and like David Beckham doesn't even really have a beard too often. So I, know, I know. Like, it's, it's just five o'clock shadow most right? of the time. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I mean, I guess because you know, his wife does uh, does fashion shit too. So he's like, fuck it. Well, let me uh, let me make some money off of this as well. But um, oh, yeah. She's yeah. making more money, I believe, than him right now. But I think his net worth is still higher. I'm going to look it up. So what were you saying? I'm just going to look it up while you're speaking. I, oh, I no. Have to but like, yeah, that that's the thing. So it's, you know, a lot of times I think you'll have like these celebrities diversifying into stuff that they just like they don't necessarily know anything about, but they're like, fuck it, pay me. I'll sign, I'll sign off. You can use my name on it kind of thing. And exactly. that's definitely what's going on here with this. Cause like, I guarantee you like, like David Beckham, like he's not using his own products, put it that way. He's oh, using something yeah. much better. Oh <laughs> but, my God. Um, totally. But yeah, it's, um, it, and, and I mean, there are other, I actually do want to, I, I, curiosity is going to get the better of me sooner rather than later. I'm going to order Rick Ross's uh, beard care. So at least he's got a beard. So maybe <laughs> he really uses his stuff, but like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Generally I find when it comes to, you know, beard care, skin care, whatever this is. And, you know, you can feel free to, you know, throw in any of your own experiences here. If it's got a celebrity name attached to it, it's not going to be good. Like that's, <laughs> The, you know, speaking of Victoria Beckham, everyone was like, oh my God, what the fuck does she really know about fashion? Because first of all, I don't care for her designs. And she came out with a brand new skincare line. And I swear to God, I don't know too much about it. But this, this, this actual um, esthetician who does all of the skincare and all of the aesthetic work for all the Chanel models, she literally, quote unquote, swears by Victoria Beckham's serum that, that, that came out recently. And I believe her serum is like two, $300. And um, I am just so skeptical because like number one, she uses the medical grade stuff that I use because what she has advertised, I'm like, oh my God, I want it. But when she brought in Victoria Beckham's serum, I was like, um, I don't know about that, number one. <laughs> like, I literally do not. And there's this other brand that she started, like, I guess she's been using it for a really long time, but it's just, um, it's just been, I guess it's, been found in Neiman Marcus only and in Saks Fifth Avenue because it's that expensive and it's not even professional. So it just makes me skeptical. But um, I don't know. I haven't tried it. But when it comes down to Victoria Beckham doing skincare, it just ma it makes me like yawn. The reason why is that literally a few months ago she was using all of the stuff that I bought. Um, it the stuff that she was using talking about her skincare routine i'm like okay i know you're not using that fucking shit that you just came <laughs> out with because you literally just had um all of the it, the brand is clinical that's one of them and also by cosmetics as well she was using all of those medical grade chemical exfoliators with five and ten percent lactic acid because 
non-professional would only use less than one, uh, less than 2%. And then the max that they would ever use would be 2%. So I'm like, I know you're not using that stuff that you're sitting here saying that you're like swearing to everyone that you live by and use. It, it, it is just so ridiculous to me because I'm just like, you're using a 5% lactic acid chemical exfoliator, which means it's a non-physical, there's no beads in it, you guys, in case you're wondering if you guys are brand new, that's what um, a chemical exfoliator is. So it's nothing but active um, enzymes and acids that are inside of the products, okay? And she's using something that's obviously like not even close to being to the medical grade that she was sitting there using. Like, it just made no sense to me. I was like, you're using something that literally gives you a beyond tingling sensation on your face um, in terms of serums, because she was using like, is clinical, I believe that was like the active serum that she was talking about. Like, you literally feel that when you put that on. If you've never used it before, you literally do feel it. But once you start using it, you start getting used to it and everything, and you won't even feel it anymore. So, I'm just like really confused. Like why in the world is she coming out with a skincare line? It just doesn't make sense and everything. I thought it was like really freaking ridiculous. And, and, and another celebrity <laughs> came out with something. Wow, you know, Wow from Jersey Shore. She came out oh, with a skincare yeah, yeah. line. And I was like, I was really infatuated with it actually. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Like, I just want to buy it just to buy it. But I know it's not going to deliver the results that I'm wanting because we know that she has so much stuff done to her face to get it to look get it to look the way how it does and i'm like okay first of all her skincare line is very basic it's literally just an exfoliator face wash and i believe a charcoal mask which is very basic and it was only $30 for all three oh wow but if you bought everything individually it was 15 or $20 each so I was just like, oh my God, like you're literally giving a huge discount if you just buy all three and whatever. But if you buy it individually, it's like 15 to $20 each. So I haven't got around to buying it yet and everything. Um, like, uh, I don't know, like <laughs> anything celebrity founded in terms of skincare and beer care, for instance, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I haven't got around to buying that Tom Ford stuff that I believe that I think I told you about swear to God, um, Tom Ford is pretty much almost claiming the way how he was wording everything that his newest skincare line was medical grade because he called it research because he was wearing white lab coat. Everyone that was modeling who were all high fashion models, they weren't um, pedestrian catalog models. They were all like high fashion models that you literally have to pay $10,000 for and everything to be in this. And I'm just like, like, and they're all much significantly younger than him. Like they're literally, I'm talking about like at least 21 to 24. Tom Ford is almost 60 at this point. So I'm like, okay, the results that we're looking at is someone just very beautiful. They're stunning and whatnot. Like there's nothing on their face. They have the contrast up really high on the cameras yeah. <laughs> to make the skin look flawless and everything. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to pay $400 for your research cream. And it, it like, it is just crazy. I haven't got around to buying the beard oil stuff or his shaving cream stuff, 
but a lot of people say they don't like it. No, the beard oil is it. it it's oh, you've okay. Tried, you've, it's, you've tried yeah. his. Yeah, it's really? not a while ago, and now I don't know because I know it got like bad reviews when it first came out, so it yeah. may have been reformulated or something. And it may be something I need to revisit. It's yeah. just okay. It's not like I'm not gonna be like, oh, it sucks, whatever this and that. But like, it was like eighty five dollars for a beard oil, which exactly. nine, yeah. So like, if I'm spending that much, like literally, I can buy something for like fifteen dollars that works better. So, you know, I, I understand, like, part of it is the name and, like, the prestige of having, like, a Tom Ford whatever. But, like, at the and end of the day... And it's probably made like, in Italy, too. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, that only goes so far. Like, mm-hmm. it also needs to perform. So, yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed by the Tom Ford beard oil, to be honest with you. Which one um, did you get, exactly? Because, I the, got, like, I've noticed that they have five cents out only. Unless that they, dwind, like, cut it down. To like yeah. three from what he was looking at last. I had gotten the um ah shit I don't remember what he calls it but it's the tobacco vanilla one. It's it's basically tobacco vanilla but like in another language I'm assuming like Italian or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah I had gotten that one. It it smells great because you know those Tom Ford scents they're all fucking phenomenal. Exactly. But um but yeah it just it didn't work very good. I and honestly it had like some weird chemicals and shit in there. Now they were further on down the list. But yeah. still, it's like, you don't need that in there. Why are you adding it? That sort of thing. So, you know. Um, definitely, um, because, probably, um, probably because of the fact that it's mass produced. Yeah. And yeah. That's, a, that's the one thing that a lot of people, we have to realize um, that a lot of the stuff that, that we used to love or you guys used to love like for instance, um, Scotch Porter. Mm-hmm. Everything was made mm-hmm. pretty much in home. It was made in a small facility, not too crazy regulations. That's why everything was so pure and magnificent, from what I understand. Yeah, I started using it after um, they went to to go on bigger. So I don't know the whole entire um, ordeal and backstory. You have to realize that if it's being mass produced. It's going to be regulated very differently. And if it's, and if it's not boutique status, okay, you can be very successful doing boutique status and whatnot. I will say that, but in making things in small batches and whatever, but that's the point of, of prorating everything to a higher, um, to a higher price range. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I will say that, um, you can have a higher content of something versus the department store would have. So that's why I'm like saying, like, I don't want to say something that does that is not really true or whatever, because like I said, like it's almost borderline. It is considered almost professional or whatever, even though it most likely wouldn't be because it's like disproportionate. Mm-hmm. so i don't know i mean like let's just be real like some batches of like the indie brands that we use like it might be disproportionate from another batch that we, yeah that we continuously bought absolutely so that's just the only reason because they lack the machines to do the correct measurements and everything so when everything like let's, let's just say if they did use every single thing that was necessary to keep up with the original the originality of that product once it actually was produced in a big facility in the right quantity and the right amount, 
you're going to be like, what the hell is this? And let's just be real. Like for all we know, like the Scotch Porter stuff could be using the same exact products that they have always used. It just having a machine um, measure everything yeah. out properly just changes everything. It really does. Yeah. Slightly well, and, difference changes everything. The other thing too, I, I know it's kind of the case with Scotch Porter, but there's another brand that's just kind of, when you were saying that it was kind of kicking around in my head and it's like, eh, maybe I shouldn't mention them, but I will. Cause they've been like big guys for as long as I can remember, but their quality, it has declined over the years is, um, is Kiehl's. Oh, um, yeah. oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on that one. Holy No, like they shit. used to be good back in the day. Like yes. this was like they were already big at that point because they were in Nordstrom's and everything, whatever. Exactly. And like oh, this was like God. good quality stuff. Now it's like, like I swear to God, I, I ordered I ordered dog food off Amazon the other day, and I believe you can literally buy Kiehl's on Amazon now. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like they've just gotten so big that there's no way that they can have the level of quality control they had before. So like, it's like, I mean, on the one hand, I'm not mad at them again. Like anybody, when you can make your money, like make your money. I mean, don't do it in like a fucked up way, of course, but you know what I mean? If you're like a business, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you got to reach a certain point where it's like, okay, you've expanded enough now. Like, quit quit messing up your brand you know and that's kind of yeah that's kind of the brand that i use is like the perfect example of that because like probably i don't know off and on i've been buying their shit for like at least 20 years and like yeah you just you can like mark certain points in the company's history where their quality just really kind of went down oh totally um i used to start uh when i first started using them was way back then i was using them on and off again, I want to say back in 2006, 2007, um, I, it was because the guy that I was in a relationship with at the time, um, I'm not going to say his name because I don't like him at all anymore. I like his family because the family is literally amazing. And they've even reached out and asked me, what the fuck is going on with our son at this point? Yeah, it's really unfortunate and everything. But um, the dad did a lot of the artwork for them. Oh, wow. Like, I'm talking about, we're not talking about, like, the packaging, because the packaging that is just mundane, like, Photoshop and whatever, that's all computer. I'm talking about, for specific locations, he did the actual, like, hand-drawn illustrations and everything um they're famous um the the dad's famous actually um and i was introduced to the brand because he asked if i the dad asked me if i wanted a bunch of the keels products because i just got a huge um gift basket sent from them to me um and this was like oh my god like they lived in, um, they still live in Angel's Camp in California. So it was in the woodworks and everything. Yeah. And, um, oh my God, I can't imagine how hot it would be there if it's hot oh over God, here. Oh God, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the whole sidebar, everyone. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about the temperature. Um, and I started off with the men's uh, facial fuel. Um, it's blue. And at the time... I believe they were not adding parabens into it because that's the one thing that's really different, that there's a significant change after I want to say five years of using it. I've noticed that the formula just changed 
rather drastically for their men's line. I think it, they called it, um, I think it was called skin fuel or turbo fuel. I turbo fuel, I think it was. I, I, think, I yeah. think it was turbo fuel for them, for their men's skincare line. It's like dark navy packaging, yeah. white lettering, yeah. red lettering, mm -hmm. all the above. And that stuff was literally amazing. Their products were just so on par. And their overnight treatment at the time, I believe, was about $70, $80. Okay. Now you can buy their overnight treatment for only like 40 bucks, I believe. That's just how bad the quality is now. Oh, yeah. No, it, like it's it's really awful. It's no, I so was, awful. I was shocked because like I we're a little bit extra in my house. Like my dog wears dog cologne. And so what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, so, what kind of cologne does a dog wear? Is it like so, plants or is it like grass or something? No, there's one. Uh, there's one that my wife doesn't like it very much on him because she says it makes him smell like a cigarette. But um, <laughs> I like it. It's from uh, <laughs> it's from Studio Q L A. It's um, from their Golda line, and it's okay. some kind of like Heba wood, but it's specifically for dogs. They actually do mm. like a line of like human products in the same scent, um, mm. and like I like the soaps and stuff like that. <clears throat> But like, for whatever reason, I was just like looking up dog colognes one day. And like, I saw like Kiehl's has one now. It's literally $12. It's like, I'm not spraying my dog with something that costs $12. Like he's going to run around like stinking and getting all itchy and stuff like that. Like, come on. So. Wow. Yeah. At like, least like, does, does these colognes prevent, um, like, any parasites like fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes and whatnot. That's actually really interesting. Now that you bring that up, I'm just like, well, maybe if it has a repellent, I can maybe see that. But some of know. them do. Some of them do. I know the the Studio Q one does definitely. I don't know if the Kiehl's one does. It might, mm. but I didn't really research it too much. I was just like, oh damn, they're they're really trying to do the most right now. Wow. But um. They really do. But, they really do try doing the most. Like, li like literally, that company. Like, th these people. I'm not even joking. Okay, for everyone who's listening, most of those, if not every single one of those Kiehl's workers, they're not professional skincare whatsoever. People, they are not a professional skincare company. Yeah, they might have been way back in what 1865 when they first were founded okay like let's be real that is like probably the longest standing skincare company that i can think of um yeah. i think that's really impressive it but it just shows how they went from holistic medicine because that's what they were founded as they were founded as holistic medicine now they're just known in my opinion being faux holistic with all of their additives and all of their parabens and petrochemicals because petrochemicals is, is a derivative of petroleum and we all know petroleum is gasoline. Okay? Yeah. So that's why you never see me promote anything like Vaseline, anything that deals with that type of shit. Like I just don't use it. It's, it's so bad for you. Yeah. Um, it's like, I love Jack Black products. Okay. But I will never use their lip balm because it's made out of petroleum. So I'm just like, why would I put something on my mouth or on my skin in general that is derived from gasoline? Yeah. So it's like, for instance, La Mer, 
did you know La Mer, that awful brand from Paris, whatever the fuck it, <laughs> it's from, they, I've always attacked them on my YouTube channel and I'm not that bothered. <laughs> um, so their products at the time, back in like um, 1960 or 65 or 70, whenever they were debuted, they, it was founded by like a NASA person. What the fuck does a person from NASA know about skincare? Number one. Number two, it was also used for burn victims. Oh my to God. To treat burns. Oh, I didn't and, know that. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you're putting petroleum on a burn. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh... That was one of the main highlights that they were that they sweared by. Just look it up. Just look up how La Mer was first used and how it was founded. And I'm just like, why would you put a petroleum-based product on a burn? Right. It's like saying put Vaseline on your burn. That's uh, yeah. like I. That's like literally what you're saying. And I'm just like, oh my god, that is so freaking crazy they don't get me started but oh no no yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's but it's 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 ridiculous that's the thing though like it, and i don't know what again it's like i said i'm not mad at anyone for making their money but god some of these companies they just get greedy and they'll start throwing like weird shit in there and it's like you know this was oh, done yeah. as like a cost-cutting thing and nothing else but oh, yeah. like whatever you know and that you got a lot of companies that like they establish a name for themselves and like, you just like fall in love with everything they make. And then Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden it's like, Oh no, now they're, now they're improving in air quotes their you know, their lineup. And it's like, no, like it's never as good once they do that. So I I don't know. I guess that's why you always kind of got to be on the lookout for the next big thing, especially when it comes to skincare. So. Oh yeah. It's, and you know, uh, my gosh. I want to know your thoughts on some of these, on some of these YouTube channels in the bearded community. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to know your thoughts on beard care trends because number one, I do not know how long you can keep up with a quote unquote beard care trends because I'm just like, okay, first, like number one, I don't know how much trend that you can possibly hype a beard oil about, okay? Um, Especially when you're doing group collaborations on one product, which I'm not upset about at all. I've watched some of them I don't care for. Most of the people talking about this stuff because of the way how they carry themselves and all and the way how they look because I'm like, oh my God, like... (laughs) You literally look like you're still doing hard drugs or the drugs or the alcoholism, whatever is going on in your life is being read all over you. So basically I'm reading you to filth. So like, I just don't understand how a beard, like I just don't understand like hyping up something about a beard oil or beard balm or whatever can be like, I just don't understand like the trends. Like I, I'm like, it, like I understand trying to mainstream it, mm-hmm. but definitely do not complain once that brand gets mainstream because you're trying to mainstream it. Yep. See, and that's, that's like the thing that's like the people right don't there. understand. Yeah. If I am talking about this 
indie brand that like one of the brands in front of me, um, one of these Kun product oils, if they become mainstream, don't complain that the product that you love so much that you've always supported, but you are technically trying to mainstream because what are you trying to do? You're trying to reach out to hundreds and thousands and thousands of people. And once that happens and once they get big and get attention, they're going to obviously change their formula at yeah. some point. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of the thing. It's like, you know, and that's kind of one of the issues I take with certain channels and I'm not really going to like name names or anything. Cause like yeah. for the most part, like, I think it's one of those things where you kind of take what you need from it. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a lot of really informative uh, review channels and just kind of like educational as far as like beard care and things like that go. But like, then there is like this weird, like nitpicky side too, where it's like, yeah, I've got this brand here and this product that I just love and I'm going to like talk it up, whatever this and that. Mm -hmm. Then when it becomes big, it's like, it's almost like, like talking to hipsters about something, you know, it's like, oh, well, I liked it before it was cool. And so like, now that you like it, it sucks. Like that kind of, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. I mean, if that's what you need to get through a day and feel like you're, you know, whatever, being influential or whatever the fuck it is you're aiming for, then great. But at the end of the day, it's like, you need to, you got to be happy for these brands, you oh, know, yeah. when they, when they blow up and start doing well, whatever. And you know, the, the example we've, we've talked about before was like Scotch Porter, how like people still get like, like you talk to some people, they get like downright mad that they changed their formulas and stuff. And it's like, well, like you just spent like the past two years talking about how great this product is and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, maybe some of that went to their head and they're like, like, Hey, fuck it. If we got such a great product, why don't we try and mass produce this stuff, get into retailers like target and wherever else they're selling their stuff now. But like with that comes, they can't necessarily source the same raw materials. They have rules. Mm -hmm. They have to follow if they want to sell their stuff with like major retailers, this and that, whatever. So like, okay, Target comes to them and says, oh, we're going to order, you know, 10,000 cases of, you know, your condition or whatever this and yeah. that. And we're going to pay you, you know, however much X, Y, Z. And it's like, okay, you're doing cool now, but you're about to make some big money. What the fuck are they going to say? Are they going to be like, oh, no, never mind. Like, uh, I, I don't want to piss off fucking, you know, this dude on Instagram or something like that. Know, right? It's like... <laughs> No, like be happy for them. Like, okay. And, and that kind of goes back to like what we were saying before about companies like Kiehl's or whatever this and that. We're like, yeah, they reach a certain point where it like declines, but it's like, you can't, you still can't be mad at them for like expanding their business. Then exactly. you just move on and find something else. <clears throat> let somebody else deal with this one here. Cause like, there's always again, going to be that next big thing. Cause beard care, like we've talked about before, these are beauty products. They're beauty products yeah. for men is what they are. And so just like with, you know, your skincare, your, your fucking shampoos, your whatever, um, you find something you like, they improve it, quote unquote, and then you move on, find something else you like, you use that for a while. It's the same thing with beard care. It's like, yeah, okay, it, it kind of sucks. They, they change up their formula or whatever, but it's like, I'm not mad at them. I'm not going to like sit here and like dedicate a 35 minute rant on YouTube. To, like how dare <laughs> like you? that one drama I'm... of your channel. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh my but, God. That guy's too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, he, you know, he, in fairness, he seems to have calmed down a little bit lately. So I don't know if like mm. some people like went to him on the side and they're like, Hey, you're, you're doing a little too much or whatever, but like, uh, and, so they and paid him to shut up. Well, it could be. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, money 
talks and free products talk. The fact mm-hmm. that they were shared on their story or their storyline or feed, whatever, that says a lot. Yeah. Like, let's yeah, be real. Absolutely. Um, no, for sure. You want to know a brand that I feel that I have this inkling that is going to be mainstreamed? Um, it, I, and, I, and I'm not going to be mad at it. Um, I really do feel that this brand, oh my fucking God, I did a haul on them a while ago. And I did a full face on them before. Detroit Grooming Co. I oh, have yeah. this feeling they're on this path right now. They are a barbering school. Let's get that very clear, you guys. If you are known as a barbering school, like for instance, Aveda, they're known for face and hair, okay? Um, and I heard that they even offer barbering school, okay? I have this feeling that Detroit Grooming Co. is going to slowly be mass-produced. Yeah. No, I, they're, they're well on their way, yeah. They are well on their way. Okay, because the more I see these people, and they're always reviewing, and it's always like these people, they're reviewing the one product that is the quote-unquote trending product, and um, they're all doing their own separate review on the 313, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's Mm -hmm. all I'm seeing right now. (sighs) I'm just, like, my message to them and to everyone else that's listening and watching, all three of you, (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, that you guys are going to be so upset that they decided to mass produce one product as a test run and everything. And like, honestly, like more power to them because their products are really substantial. They're quite substantial. I really absolutely love them. It's, like you said, they're really well on their way. I don't know where they're going to start off um, mass-produced-wise. Um, I would hope that they would mass-produce in a way where, they're, where, the, where the quality is not compromised as yeah. much. And what I see from them, and this is where I... Th- think they're different than you know some of the other companies that kind of blew up and became the big guys like the scotch porters or like beard brand if you go back a little bit further what i see from detroit grooming they are very very serious about maintaining their status as a premium label i don't necessarily think that like okay i don't know how it works like getting your shit into like a major retailer i'm assuming you approach them them, but like just say for example there's like a buyer for like target or walmart or something like that i think that it's us- i think it's usually um the way how i notice um because i used to do fashion everyone in case you guys don't recall or remember um the way how they would get their foot in any sort of boutique because a sex with avenue is actually considered a boutique it's not considered um an anchor store um they approach you yeah. So I believe, like, if they're lucky, I would hope um, a Nordstrom or yeah. Bloomingdale's would approach them. Versus, I, I was going like, to say, like, yeah, Nordstrom or Bloomingdale's. I don't necessarily see them in, like, Saks or Neiman's just yet because no. that's a whole other level. But, like, 
They're definitely like, and I, I say this to somebody who shops at Target regularly, but they're definitely too good for Target. Like, yeah, put it that way. So their real their quality is, like I said, substantial. It's really, really amazing. It's amazing products. Yeah. Um, by the way, I total sidebar. I thought I was getting a <laughs> chemical burn <laughs> because I was out in the sun. Okay. I know, this is like totally random. So I was out in the sun. This was like a few days ago and whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I look so awful right now. I need to shave my face and everything. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get home. I shaved my, I shaved my face. And no, wait, wait, no, wait, I think this is what I ended up doing. I was already out in the sun and I wasn't really thinking too much about it as I was just like, oh my God, this looks so grizzly right now. I don't look attractive. So this is what I did. So I was out in the sun, came home, and I was like, okay, I already washed my face earlier today. I already kind of exfoliated, so I don't really need to do that. But for some stupid reason, I just felt like I needed to even out my skin tone. So I put on this brightening mask, Mariad. Um, it is a professional brand. And I didn't feel anything and whatnot. I was like, oh, okay. Um, my skin's like definitely not feeling anything, but this is this is starting to feel like a lot because you're supposed to leave it on for at least 10, 15 minutes. Then I shaved my face. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I'm already like doing hella exfoliating. So I exfoliated my face after exfoliating it that day, exfoliated it again with the with a brightener because it um as I did not know originally, but I know at that moment that it was going to be a physical exfoliator. So that was two physical exfoliations. Okay. That's a lot of dead skin cells that are probably not even there at that point <laughs> being sloshed away. Then I shaved my face, which definitely gets rid of a layer of skin. Okay. Then I put on, and this is when I was feeling the burn. Okay. On my face, not down there. And holy fucking shit, like, I put on that toner that they have, that spray on mm -hmm. toner. Oh, my God. I felt like my face was on fire. <laughs> holy fucking shit. I was like, I need to ice my face down. I, for some reason, I was thinking my face was going to peel, okay? Because not everyone is perfect, not even all of the skincare professionals that I know, because at some point, they still somehow mess up their face <laughs> and everything. But dude, that, and I, and I was using Detroit Grooming Co. But, um, because it is one of those products that I am willing to put something on my face that has alcohol because they're more of that old school, traditional barber style, yeah, yeah. stylized um, product. It literally felt like my face was about to fall off and I only did everything right here. Um, I shaved right here, shaved right there, all right there, and all right here. Oh, my God. And uh, might I add, I was getting a heat rash, and I didn't even notice it. Oh, too. no. So it made my neck burn. It was burning. But after, like, a few hours, it simmered down because I kept on using um, this cold roller that I use that I have in the freezer. I always keep that in there. I was cooling down my face and everything, and I was like, oh, my God, my face is going to fall off. And whatever. <laughs> I mean, like... I want my skin to peel the fuck off, but not when I literally have like a heat rash happening. Yeah, because that's because honestly, and that's I I I I have to confess, I don't actually use any sort of like a shave balm or anything after I shave. Um, I'll just like I said, I'll hit it with the uh, the Osage rub just to tone, and yeah. then I'll either usually do um, 
what I do is after I get out of the shower and I just like line my shit up real quick, mm-hmm. um, I'll save my face routine until after I shave and then just kind of put everything on top of that. So mm. um, lately I've been doing uh, the uh, just maracuja oil instead of a serum. I'll do my serum at night and then I just do like a very, very thin layer of uh, maracuja oil and then follow that with my moisturizer. So that's that's kind of the thing is I was wondering if um, if I should just kind of be letting that that toner sit for a minute first because, you know, yeah, you definitely feel it with the alcohol, but then it's like, well... Probably not good for your skin to leave that unprotected for too yeah, long. So, no, yeah, no, especially if you go out in the sunlight and everything because it will amplify the sensitivity. So um, I definitely recommend you always wash the face before you even shave, okay? Yeah, yeah. So just even doing that in general and also exfoliate before you even shave personally because it helps raise the hair follicle. Um, definitely still use a moisturizer right afterward even if um even if it's just the post shave balm or gel whatever it is that you're using it is just really it is just crucial that you use it because if you just spray on that toner okay mm-hmm. and it's alcohol and you turn around going into the sun even if you just um if you if you don't put on sunscreen oh my god you are just amplifying skin damage and hyperpigmentation oh yeah <laughs> you're just literally you're literally exacerbating the hyperpigmentation yeah well and that's that's another thing i've noticed because i haven't been brightening as much just because i'm running low on the evlom and i just put an order in and i i don't know i get i get weird sometimes it's like okay if i've just ordered i'm trying not to like i'll do like one a month or something like that especially because mm-hmm. like I don't know out here. I don't know how it is everywhere else. And like, no disrespect to like anyone who may be listening, who like, this is your job, but just me personally, our mm. UPS guy in our neighborhood is a fucking idiot. So mm. like, I, I try not to order anything that gets delivered by UPS uh, unless I absolutely have to. But anyway, I'm getting like, same with way, FedEx. Way, yeah. <laughs> same with FedEx. Like, I'm, Oh my God. Yeah, I'm getting like way off topic here. So like, I I haven't been using like my brightening as much. And I noticed that um, even if you don't see it like right away superficially, spend any amount of time out in the sun and I start getting like little, you know, you just see them under the surface, like, uh, like using a, um, what's the light they use on your face sometimes? So like, is it just the UV light they have, like where it looks like a big ass ring light? They look at your face with just to see like where your damage is and like what you. Should oh, they're using to. a magnifying glass. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah they're using a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's like that. It's just like pulling out little whatevers. And, but they also um, do have the UV, the UV light ones as well. Even um, they do have a UV light one, and then they also have like just a regular clear one because if they really, if they're looking, if they're trying to look at hyperpigmentation they're using like if if they're trying to show you an actual picture of the Mm -hmm. hyperpigmentation of course there's going to be a computer right onto the side and everything and then you can look at everything how uneven it is like that um so they do have those um i haven't worked anywhere where they have offered that i think that's more like med spa where i am I don't know, um, but I do know that some regular spas 
that are really into it will offer that. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I've only had it done like a couple of times, but yeah, it's, it's like shocking. Cause you think you're like taking care of your skin and like, still they'll find like all these little like problem areas and whatever. Oh it's yeah. Like, Damn. Okay. Because you have to think um, about like certain points of your, of your um, face, like for instance, like nose and forehead, because mm-hmm. this is where usually the most oil production usually is. Okay. Um, I would not be surprised if I had more hyperpigmentation on this side or on the ladder on the other lateral side of my face because where the hair is growing um like especially right here like there's not going to be any um there's not there's just gonna i don't believe that there's going to be any hyperpigmentation because i just have hair literally blocking this whole yeah. part of my chin and everything but yeah, I would not be surprised with right here because the most oil production that I make that I that I always notice is always on the cheeks, nose, and forehead. Yeah, well, and I know for me because I wear a mask and um, a Bluetooth headband to bed, so I've got like mm-hmm. a lot of like shit on my face, and I'll wake up mm-hmm. sometimes and like it feels irritated, mm-hmm. and I notice if um, depending on what detergent I use, because you're literally holding that like up against your skin, and if you're just using like plain old like Tide Pods or whatever to wash it, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're getting all that on there. And that definitely kind of gives me like the redness like around the eyes and like in this area mm-hmm. here as well too. So wow. always kind of make it a point to like sheets and like sleep mask, anything like that. You want to wash it with like unscented detergent without too much like heavy whatever, just because it's spending a lot of time on your face, you know? Oh yeah. Um, I stopped using Tide two years ago now. Um, I've only been using uh, Method detergent, and I noticed that my skin hasn't been getting irritated at all. So yeah. um, switching up that, and also washing your bed sheets at least once a week um, is necessary. The max I would recommend is two weeks, if like the max amount of time or whatever, because not everyone's going to wash their bed sheets like they say that they are going to. One of the things that I am literally...